Hey, how's it going? This is Will, aka Michigan Sam, the fly fishing man, and uh, this is podcast. Uh, uh, dang, maybe one of these days I'll figure out how to pronounce my own podcast correctly the first time. This is Pod Talk Colorcast, where I kind of ramble about whatever comes across my mind for the week. Um, the first thing on my mind this week is whether or not my laptop's going to have enough battery for me to do this whole thing without me having to walk six feet to my right to get the laptop charger that I can clearly see, but I'm too lazy to move to an outlet closer to where I am recording. The second thing on my mind is the fact that I'm recording at, at my parents' house and I'm sitting in my dad's, like office chair I guess reading chair I think it's kind of a hybrid but he's he's got a little air desk set up and it's nice it's like a cushioned chair it's very relaxing but it kind of feels a little bit like putting on your dad's suit or something when you're a little kid I am at my parents house Bri and I are at my parents house just as a little as a little life update If you listened last week, if you've been listening for a little bit, you'll know that we are homeless and unemployed at the moment and looking to try to get a travel trailer and a truck. And we got a truck. We got screwed on the truck. We're in the process of kind of seeing our options through. And we've continued to work on that. But in the meantime, we've been kind of bouncing from family member to family member's house. We're a bit restless, honestly. We don't want, we really don't want to be, we love our families, you know, but the whole idea of why we want to do this move is because we want to kind of get out and create our own little space in the universe, you know, and just the way that everything's worked out, it's kind of pulled us back to our hometown before releasing us out into that, so... We know very soon we will be out on the road. Whether we have a trailer or not, we'll be out on the road. And we're really looking forward to that. But in the meantime, we're back in the town that we met. The town that we grew up in. Our hometown. I'm back in the house that I grew up in. The only house I ever grew up in. My family never moved and they're still here. It's a... It's interesting. I wrote this uh, poem. Let me pull that up. One thing I've realized this past year, especially, is what my natural pace is. The pace that I can... work best at it's a little bit slower than a lot of people probably think is a productive pace and you know what I'm gonna leave what I just said unedited so that you can get a sense for how every single one of these podcasts would sound 
if I didn't go through and remove some of the gaps. It sometimes takes me a long time to think through what I want to do, what I want to say, how I want to do it, how I want to say it. And that goes for what I am doing in general with me. It goes for everything. So I wrote this poem as I was kind of reflecting on that because this the nice the the nice thing about being homeless despite the fact that we have been we've had places to sleep we've had since we're close to our family like you know we we haven't been in a bad way but the the beauty of the moment that we're in there's this Beatles song called uh um man which one is it Oh, carry that weight. Boy, you're gonna carry that weight. You know what? I'm just gonna pull up the lyrics. No, it's not carry that weight. It has to be golden slumbers. Yeah, because it's at the very end of Abbey Road where they do that kind of like medley. No, it's not golden slumbers either. Jeez. It must be you never give me your money. Oh yeah, that's it, okay. So it goes through the first two verses and then it kind of switches. And the lyrics are... Out of college, money spent. See no future, pay no rent. All the money's gone, nowhere to go. Any job I got to sack. Monday morning, turn it back. Yellow lorry slow, nowhere to go. But oh, that magic feeling, nowhere to go. Oh, that magic feeling, nowhere to go, nowhere to go. Mm. Yeah, it's like a, you know, the first half of that feels very probably anxiety inducing to a lot of people like oh no i don't have pay no rent i don't have a home you know all the money's gone nowhere to go any job got the sack i don't have a job like it's that idea of like see no future pay no rent but then it kind of turns in the second half and it's like but hey what do you want to do now you got nowhere you have to be you have nowhere that you are obligated to be. Where do you want to go? What do you want to do? How do you want to build? That's kind of where Bree and I are at right now. And it is it is kind of a magic feeling. It's suitable for the pace that I like to live at. It feels like our brains are thriving a little better than they they ever had, to be honest. But it was kind of reflecting on that that made me write this poem. I know I mentioned I wrote a poem a while ago. I'm going to read it. I'll finally read it now. I'm in no rush. Why would I ever be? I hurry if I must, but I never really rush. Someone told me near-death shit would make you want to rush a bit, but I could rush my step and slip. 
when climbing up a crumbling cliff. And sometimes, yeah, I change my pace to match the pace I think it takes to do the thing I'm doing to a fine degree of taste. <laughs> they took that cake out of the oven too soon and rushed the bake. They gotta ice it fast to make the pattern right, but they rushed it, and now the pattern is wrong anyways. <laughs> I am in no rush. Why would I ever be? I hurry if I must, but I never really rush. I'm in no rush, you know? <sighs> Bree and I made a collaborative song. In past episodes, we've talked about how Brie has professed a goal of being a rapper, of making money on her rap within the year. So we actually threw together a little a little doodle. I ended up really liking it. It's the way the cookie crumbles, professional don't fumble. Keep it real, mama raised me to be humble. Say you put your chest and if you have to, then go rumble. My venom is atrocious, that's why they call me Bumble. Quick, don't act rash, quick, go hide the stash. Bring it back to game, we never lack and stack a bag. Flipping on your lanes and we look back and then we laugh. On the next level, go skirt and then we dash. On the next level, go skirt and then we dash. On the next level, go skirt and then we dash. Dash, 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 dot, dash, dot, dash, dash, dot, double dash. Look, we already paid cash, and the freeze us without, so we better not crash. So basically, Brie had that little bar. She showed it to me, and she was like, and I feel like the beat should be like, you know. Like, I want it to kind of swing. And I was like, oh, I could do that very easily. So I sat down on my laptop, took me 15 minutes, whipped up the beat, recorded her vocals in, messed around with her vocals, got those sitting nice. And then I thought to myself, I could probably come up with a little ending to this. So I just threw that ending in and then we had the song. And then I was like, well, I mean, we could pretty easily make a little video for this. So... That video is, like, definitely both Brie and I, like, both of our minds very thoroughly in terms of what we all captured. And then I edited it together. She had a few ideas of where different sequences should be. And voila. Well, I guess you can't see the... I guess you didn't even know that there was a video, huh? I never mentioned that up until now. There is a video. You can check it out. Um, I have a Instagram account called Will's Notebooks. And I think Brie also posted it on her Instagram, which is bumblejerg, bumble underscore jrg. If you want to watch the video, you can watch it there. But the point is, that was just two days, you know? It took us two days. We were in two different locations. We did the song at her mom's house. We did the video whenever we came over to our hometown. And it was like, we had a lot going on. We were handling our stuff. But in the back of our minds, we kind of kept this creative idea bouncing around. And as we went through our day, we were just captured these little clips that we wanted to capture. And it turned out really nice. It was really fun. It made me feel like uh, what we're trying to do creatively is really viable. If we get in that groove and we get in the consistent pace of of uh, just doing it. You know, 
Let's do a battery check. Show percentage, please. 21%. Are you kidding? We were at 30% when we started. 21%? I got plenty of battery. Plenty. I can waste time if I want. I could just sit and stare at the screen for 24 minutes and not even be worried about it. I probably got another half hour worth of energy on this laptop. So I guess my laziness paid off. Because think about it. If I would have invested that extra two minutes of energy into finding the proper outlet, uh, I guess this is where the logic falls apart, right? Like, what, who cares about two minutes? Two minutes is a really long time if you're trying not to fall off a cliff, like I mentioned in my poem. But in most other situations, it's not it's not that long. Two minutes is the length of one round in a high school wrestling match. It feels long in that situation, that's for sure. I've never been in better shape than when I was wrestling. It's ridiculous, it's like you're sprinting for two minutes straight. You're also like starved because you couldn't eat anything to get down to the weight class that you're wrestling at. Man, talk about high school memories. It's probably why I'm thinking about that since I'm back in my hometown. And Brie and I have been just like walking around the town kind of habitually through this week. And man, it's crazy. It's crazy how quickly the groove of what you were in that time can come back. Have any of you ever, like, had a place that you spent a lot of time at that's very formative to who you are? And you go away for a while and meet new people. And then, like, you bring one of them back to that place and it just feels completely weird. Like, it feels completely, like, dissociative because you can't concept it. You can't concept it. Like, you, your, your psyche has this... uh weathered rut that you kind of just go back into when you're in that certain place because that's just what that place has always been you know and then all of a sudden it's like there's this other thing that has its own well-established ruts this other person that has its own well-established ruts and then those ruts are kind of like crisscrossing and it feels weird now, granted, Bree and I have relational ruts here, you know, because we were in a relationship in our hometown. So it's like a, we as a couple, as a group brain, have an established vibe here as well, which is kind of weird. That's like a, that's a weird idea in general. Like whenever you're in a very close relationship with someone, you kind of have a shared brain in some senses you have shared ruts in some senses and shared goals and it's impossible for the other person's actions not to affect yours really i guess that's why a lot of people choose to remain isolated in a sense for fear that person's gonna let them down which by the way i've been playing rocket league a lot and i've mentioned that a little bit on this podcast i think but I typically play one-on-ones in Rocket League, and they have a ranking system where it's like bronze is the lowest. It goes bronze, silver, gold, platinum, diamond, grandmaster. And in ones, I've been stuck on silver 
for so long. And each one is divided into tiers of three. So there's like silver one, silver two, silver three. One being the lowest, three being the highest. And I've been stuck on silver one. So that means I'm like vacillating between silver and bronze. So pretty much the lowest and second lowest. And on a whim the other day, I decided to play some three on threes. And the way it works is you'll play 10 games of competitive play and they put you in a bunch of different levels to kind of see what your skill falls at and then they put you in a rank just to start you off the rank i ended up in was platinum and platinum's the third highest rank like there's literally platinum then diamond then grandmaster and that just blew my mind like individually i'm one of the low tier players but in the context of a team i'm actually in the higher tiers it just absolutely blew my mind and I've, I've kind of been thinking a lot, like, does the same thing apply to music? Does the same thing apply to my creative endeavors? Like, I tend to kind of do things all on my own, but I think I really work best in the context of a team. I really work best whenever there are people who are fully carrying the weight of what they do. People that really want to be there and have something invested in it. Managing personalities and managing my role in the context of the greater whole my skills were able to shine that much better in this game but i think i think the parallel is true in general that's definitely something to think on too but you know what i think that's all i got for today pick a pumpkin peel it and uh slice it dip it in caramel and eat it Goodbye.